You know them by the shape, size, and impression. You feel them. We call that getting the jizz. Page 100. Nice. (laughs) Richard Powers, bewilderment. I told you there was jizz in this book, and me and Blake both caught it. I'm I'm glad so did Dingleberry Bob. I thought you guys were joking. And I wasn't at that point yet. You weren't ready like, for the what jizz. What the fuck? Welcome to Chapter 8 of Shelf Importance, the comedy book club podcast that masterfully blends sensibility with vulgarity. In this episode, we talk about bewilderment from Richard Powers. It was an Oprah book club pick. This is part two of three, so if you love the first one, you're going to hate this one. Uh, grab yourself a stiff drink and enjoy the ride. Make sure to come back next week for the conclusion. You know, part three of three. You guys ever watch Blue's Clues? When you're just like, fucking, hey, fucking Steve, turn your ass around. There's a clue right behind you. Just fucking, just fucking, hey Steve, get your shit together. Get your shit together, it's right there, you piece of shit. So this next one's a little little more serious. The quote is, and this is from page 162, but in our heart's daily practice, whatever schools we went to, we all lived as if tomorrow would be a clone of now. Nothing? Nice. Nothing? Really? Well, I was succinct. waiting for you to go. Rich, no, Richard Powers, great. bewilderment. It Richard Powers, short... be- bewilderment. good. Richard Powers, <laughs> bewilderment. <laughs> Shh, do it again. You fucker. You laughed. Because Black is laughing. Richard Powers, bewilderment. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you like that quote? What, what, what is it about that quote that, yeah, that what gets spoke that, to that, you? What is it about that quote Be, that gives you the jizz? Because, because it's it's like we... We kind of do that. We think that tomorrow's going to be just like today, so we prepare that way when in fact... You never know what what's going to happen next week. You know, an asteroid might hit or the zombies might come or some new culturally changing technology, you know, could be invented. Well, How I'm do gonna, you prepare for tomorrow? I'm going to hit you with a, a different way that that hit me. Okay. Sure. I feel like yeah. behaving that way. Behaving like tomorrow is going to be just like today. It puts these shackles on you. And it it can hinder productivity. It can hinder like the spontaneity of life. Because like I tell you what, I've been working from home now for almost two years. And every day is like fucking tomorrow. And it is a little like sometimes a little depressing but it's like, it doesn't have to be. I don't have to act like tomorrow's going to be just like today. And that's that's encouraging. I like that. Mm-hmm. And this and this was in the uh, context of when uh, I think either they were talking about homeschooling him or they just started. or It was in the context of education. And, and it's true. We don't – we teach content, not thought processes, critical thinking or – how to solve problems because nobody gives a rat's ass or I don't think society gives a rat's ass. If you can, you know, spout off, I don't know the name of some planet or whatever, but Pluto fuck. Yeah. 
<laughs> but if you can, you know, fuck the first solve... one I thought of is not a planet anymore. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! But if you can solve a problem Serious. that you've never seen before, I I think that's what's most valuable. And I would love to teach my classes completely opposite of what I'm supposed to, which is would be not content driven. It would be more like problem solving. Sex yeah, dude. Yeah, probably. Yeah, you would. We'll I would love to problem solve a sex ed lab. I mean, we ended last week with experiment time. So uh, we start again. It's experiment part two. So the first experiment was him in the machine. Was Theo in the machine? Experiment part two. Allie's in the machine, and then we're chapter thirty-five. We're setting up experiment three. And then can, can I can I can I jump in with a quick like just psychological summary? Yeah. I, I hate to like interrupt, but I, psychology this, time with Black psychology. I think one thing that I love about this book, and I've thought a lot about, like I think this book, if it if it can deliver on its promises for me, it might be a strong contender for my top book of the year. Possibly. It's, it's very well yeah. written. Uh, and, and I think, I think one of the reasons is that like, I'm a psychology guy as we established. I've got two BAs on my wall. Now are those right just, here. are those one just from which, local uh, studies or did you study abroad anywhere? I did study. <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing to do with Spain. It. Spain okay, was so, what, but like, what broad did you study? But I'm a, Intimately, Uh, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Rich. She had an epicanthus cold, (laughs) and I, Rich, and I wish I would have done more studying. But she started talking about how GMOs were ruining everything, and then I stopped talking to her. (laughs) Okay, Um, that's close-minded. Anyway, yep, that's she was very hot, very annoying. Um, So okay, so the deal. Okay, like. I think one of the things that I love most about this book is out of all of the sci-fi, anything that I've ever read, this experiment I find to be extremely plausible. Oh yeah. Right. And so the situation D's nut for you is that the main character, Theo is a father of a son whose name is Robin. So Theo and Robin are the main characters in the book. The mother in this situation has died in a car accident. Robin, the child, has, he is, he's different. It's kind of insinuated that he's like, that people are diagnosing him as being like on the autism Which spectrum. is when he entered the right? circus so he, was after his mom died. That's when Robin entered the circus. Yes. And, and oh, that's man, where- Oh man, that'd be a better that's book where, summary. He becomes that is, Batman's uh, sidekick. Batman's so, sidekick. Uh, where the, where the fuck Rex, were you, yeah. Yukon? Fuck. All right. Yeah, for sure. Con- continue. Uh, this is, I have a very strict no DC Comics rule in the stream here. Um, Batman has to be excluded Marvel from only. that. Batman fits into Mar- Marvel. Batman only. should be in the Marvel Universe. You're right yeah. about that. Uh, okay, so, uh, so Theo tw- and Robin, I'm Robin that. is Go like... Ahead maybe autistic okay but it's like but theo's sensitive about it he doesn't want to call his son autistic because he doesn't because he has a very positive view of the spectrum which is like it's not a disability right it's great love it 
super awesome. So you have this like really intimate relationship between a father and a son. The experiment that they participate in goes like this. And this is so like, as I'm reading this, I'm like, fuck, is this not a thing? Like this definitely should be a thing. If the research isn't already going on into this, it definitely should be because like, this is really, really plausible. So the experiment goes like this. We put people into a functional magnetic resonance uh, scan, like an fMRI scan, which is a real time scan that like in real time measures, I think glucose consumption inside of your brain. So you can do things like, uh, so you use fMRI for things like you put somebody in an fMRI and they like, you put on music and they listen to music and you look at how different people's like brains respond to the like act of listening to music and you can make assertions about what's going on. So for example, like people who have a very high exposure to music, people who are like orchestra con- uh, conductors and music composers and stuff like that. You put them in an fMRI and play music and the language centers of your brain, which are actually on this side, the Werner's and Broca's area in your brain actually light up more while you're listening to music. If you are a person who is a high exposure to music, like a, co- a composer or a conductor or something like that because your brain is actually using the language centers in in your brain to like interpret music in a way that people with a low exposure to music like me who is tone deaf do not do right and there's a like a really interesting thing that you can learn it's really broca's area so they take I don't remember which yeah. is which on Werner's and Broca's, but, but still, whichever one is responsible for in- interpreting um, like language and stuff like for right? for hearing and interpreting. Yeah. That area lights up when people, huh. when musical people, listen to music. Which which is to say that like it's not just a euphemism right. that music is a language. universal language. It's literally like processed linguistically for people that are musically inclined, which is, uh, not Carry me. on. Right. Okay. Uh, so I play, so the, I play music. Book, Were you saying something that would interest me? No. Nope. Okay. Nope. Continue. In this, in this book, the, uh, the experiment is that like they, they take people and they put them into a machine. Uh, so they, they, they basically get a sample, right. Of people and put them into a machine and they tell them like, we want you to generate, feelings right and while you're doing that we're going to scan your brain so because they're like okay generate happiness and so a person like is laying in an fmri being scanned and they like do what they can sort of meditatively to like sort of put themselves into a brain space that that is happiness or like whatever whatever emotion they're trying to elicit they scan that they feed it into like a machine learning program and that says like people who can elicit a positive, happy brain response have these areas in their brain light up in an fMRI when they're having like these specific emotions, right? So they map all of that. And then on the flip side, they, as a therapeutic, they take, fuck you, Kenneth. They take, People like, so in this case, like Robin, uh, 
Robin the child is like, he has some brain patterns that are like less than desirable, right? And so they take him and they put him into an MR and a functional magnetic resonance imaging machine. And they, in real time, they have this, they have this, the computer sort of like makes a game of it, right? Where it's like, it's got parameters from a healthy brain and it's trying to train Robin to, to make his brain also like fall into those yeah, patterns. It's, like, it's a visual so, way to, like they said, reach enlightenment, to meditate. Right, right, right. So he, so he does that. So like in, in the book, the, the function, functionally what it is, is like it's, there's a screen with like a circle and you control the circle by like changing the way that your brain works. So like putting your brain sort of experimentally putting your brain into like different yeah. states. Right. And like, and you, you get this real time feedback. Like there, there's a dot that you're trying to get to, to like hold this shape. And it's like, you know, you, you, you may try like this thing and it kind of goes out and then goes in. And it's like, you, you are trying to, to make your brain match the pattern that like the subject, the like healthy subject has already. And like you said, I don't know how this doesn't and then they, exist. They do therapy. There. How do? It's so, dude. Like it blows my mind. I want to know what the author of this book's like actual yeah. training is because there's so much here that I'm like, psychology yeah. checks out. The like astrobiology and astronomy aspects of this of what this author knows like check out and like this person has so many different disciplines that I that I feel like he totally nails that it really is amazing. So we start out this week's reading with Allie. Oh wait, what were you gonna say, Rich? I was just gonna say, I, I, but the. I don't know if Black mentioned this, and I may have missed it, but the point of the experiment with Robin is for him to match his emotions with the footprint of his mom. Well, at first, it's just healthy individuals. Well, sure, sure. It's uh, 10, what, 10 other people averaged out, like, healthy emotions. They were going through different emotions. And and there's right. It's all done by an, uh, yeah. like an AI. There's some, like, dot or something that he has to... So when he matches his emotions... Yes, the dot hits the circle or whatever, and he gets a good attaboy. Yeah. And so, and that's, and then that's and how then you learn of to, so am I, control. I'm in this, your emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Not Which so in super hard. And because of neuroplasticity, like your brain rewires itself into a healthy configuration. Really? Okay. I didn't catch that. Right. Like it's dude, like the, the design of this experiment is so good. It like, I mean, reading this book makes me excited about the prospect of like this technology, and I don't even know if it's real or not. It's crazy. I, I bought into it. I I I, I was like you. I yeah. was like, yeah, I could see this actually being something that is legit. And if it doesn't already exist, then I could see it existing at some point. I could guarantee Absolutely. one thing: it'd be fucking expensive. <laughs> Well, sure. That's which MRIs are not cheap. Hey, I don't which think. hot take is what's going to happen, and then Ooh. the de- the decline. Yeah. Hence, the book is the roadmap of flowers for Algernon. And yeah. he mentioned it, in, in he did I mention hope, the book. I hope not. 
Remember that? They, they're not going to give. They said it. they already said the treatment lasts when it's really good. It lasts for a couple weeks. There's no way they're going to give it to him free for the rest of his life. Nope. They no. give it to him free for the experiment for the duration that they are benefiting from the experiment, yeah. and then it's going to become a business. He's going to have to pay. They won't be able to afford it. They're going to pull him off of it. He's going to go back to the way he was. Flowers. But no, he's I dead. I don't think neuroplasticity works that way. Like the the, the whole still concept on to that behind neuroplasticity. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's dead. The whole he's dead. Okay, he's he's the ghost. Um, the whole concept behind neuroplasticity is like your brain physically, like basically, like the deal is, is like you've got dendrites in. I'm your not going to let you explain it because I'm, I'm going to interrupt. I'm going to interrupt real quick because you already said all that, and what I'm referring to is that Doctor Courier in the book said that the effects last for a couple of weeks in some of the best responding patients. So what if you're saying, what you're saying is probably I'm- scientifically accurate. I'm going off what the book is saying is that it's, it, it seems so far anyway, that Dr. Courier said that the treatment and the effects of the treatment has have a lifespan. He continues the treatment. He continues to get better. It did not seem like he seemed to imply that they would last forever if he pulled off. If this book references flowers for Algernon and mirrors its structure, I'm going to drive to wherever Richard Powers lives and I'm going to fucking tie him to a chair and beat him I think to you death. need to be ready for that. I'm telling you. I'm thinking, I'm thinking you need to re- rescind the statement so we don't get booted. <laughs> I... <laughs> I stick with the he's dead because why is every almost everyone else's words in quotation marks and his are italicized. Yeah. Right. And and to define our pronouns here, Robin's dialogue through this whole book is italicized instead of in quotes as per the traditional English formatting rule. Allie's is as well. Oh, even I didn't know that because e- I even when, but she, hers are always in the context of her being alive. So I don't understand why those are not in quotes. Because I I just tried to read a paragraph like oh what if what if he's just imagining that Robin's at his side, but it doesn't work because other people are interacting with him. But some something is wrong with Robbie. I'll bang out till we get to like a, ch- a change here. So um, experiment part two, Allie hops in the machine. Then we're setting up experiment part three. This is in the future. This is in the current present day future uh, where Courier and uh, Dado, Theo, uh, we are having a discussion about, <laughs> hey, can we put, can we put uh, old, old Robbie in the, in the machine? Uh, and then... Can we can we put my sexy wife yeah. in the hollow deck? Uh, and then yeah, so boy. then we tell Robin about the experiment, and he seems to be down with it. And then we have a fit at Thanksgiving. We just lose our shit, and we have to leave early. Uh, I do, which rightfully love, so, from what I remember. I fucking love oh. this scene. Um, yeah, th- and th- this is where I'll just kind of stop so we can talk about it for a second because it's about to take a turn. Um, the, his little response to his grandma was pretty good. And then... Can you read that? Can you read that I, back I, to the yeah, screen? Just give me a second. Because I, I don't remember. 
I, while, oh, while you're while you're looking it up, I want to say like I think one of the hallmarks of this book is that the author like it, it sort of reminds me a little bit of the Midnight Library, which we read, and I think like you guys will recall my 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 assessment of Midnight Library was that there were like all of these moments through Midnight Library where I just felt like I had been punched in the gut with emotion, right? Like I would just, I would like read a section of that book and I would just like hurt from like how that was a human poignant from how poignant and human it was. And like my, as we've established my circuitry doesn't really do human very well. And so I would have to like pause and just be like, Oh, that's what it's like to be a person. Right. <laughs> this book is right. right. I got it. This book is is like that, but also like so much more abrupt, right? Like this book has long sections that are like, okay, like, you know, we're we're developing a relationship, right? You know, doing this over here. And then the, the author in just a single sentence can go from like fairly superficial to like just fucking dead on observations about the human condition and it is so amazing like how few words he can make that turn in i really appreciate it all right you can't hit me with his grandmother spoke the thanksgiving dinner prayer the whole table said amen and began passing the food in four different directions robbie said nobody's listening to that prayer you know we're on a rock in space (laughs) and there are hundreds of billions of other rocks just like ours adele was horrified she gaped at me is that any way to raise a child? What would his mother say? I didn't tell her what her daughter would have said. Robin did that for me. My mother's dead, and God didn't help her. Yeah, boy. Uh, Grandma said, yeah, you need to apologize to me for that. And Robin said, I'm sorry, Grandma, but you're wrong. <laughs> Sassy little boy. Woo! Yeah, he's he he's savage. savage. I do feel like a little bit there are there are places where Robin becomes sort of like a cudgel for the author's personal yeah. vendetta against certain yes. groups. Of Agreed. <laughs> it, well, but I don't hate it because I agree I, with all the author's no, stances. I mean, that's yeah, that's a quarter of the book. <laughs> is yeah. is uh, the author airing his political grievances? via yeah. his character right so which is what author which and, is and what pre- authors do but and pretending to be like kind of non-committal right. about it he's like oh yeah it's it's Greta Thunberg but his name but her name is yeah Inga or it's something it's Greta Thunberg so going back to this now this was before he started the experiments that was a very like cogent thing to say like I, I would sure. not expect that out of a nine-year-old to say something like that. Um, uh, no? Okay, yeah. Ken, how old is yeah. yours? Ken, Kenneth, your thoughts. She eight or nine. <laughs> my, kid, they're, they, my kids are uh, six and eight. Okay. And they, is possible? It's possible they'd say something like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Now, they're, they're, they have a little bit more restraint on realizing when they need to be respectful. You, you raise your kids hilariously, Avi. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so we take it. We take a little bit of a turn here. So Robin does well at thinking. Next chapter, he seems to be getting the hang of it. 
I have a hot take that I made in my notes here. Courier is Robin's dad. Uh, <laughs> so I called that kind of Ooh. early. Talk about getting the gist. Yep. Uh, let's see. Man. We talk about planets a little bit. Yeah. Oh, wait, am I the only one that believes Allie when she says that she's like not the kind of person who would like cheat I'm with on you? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know. know. I'm not going to assume. Okay. I, 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 I mean, we're look, seeing look, it through a very tainted eyes of our narrator. And man, the, the nice. Allie and her, her personality and her faithfulness and her trustworthiness and her uh, fucking just go get him attitude is the is the foundation by which we come to understand and judge all of the other characters in the book. If she turns out to be unfaithful, it'll wreck everything. I don't I don't get that she is. Yeah, I think she's legit. All right. Uh, so we talk about planets. Then Charlie, oh wait, I mean Robin is doing better. Um, yep. Charlie. <laughs> good. Glad to- <laughs> Sekti's nut. Charlie if you Gordon? haven't read Flowers for Algernon, you should read that in order to understand everything. Yeah, Charlie about. Gordon. Uh, another metaphors planet. Uh, and then I'll stop after this one. Theo is still getting jealous of something in Courier. Yep. So uh, two things. He's got small dick. Two things. Yeah, I know, right? Two things. One, uh, we had this question last meeting about what the planet visitation was about and that was very quickly clarified they are he's spinning worlds for his son yeah. it's their tales definitely i i don't fucking believe oh, come on right. so t- to explain they've said it, to explain they've said it mul- multiple yeah. times. to explain it's, for nut there are chapters in between the real events that are happening where charlie and robin not charlie <laughs> appear to be Robin and Theo, Theo appear to be on to be. other fictional planets. And what is actually happening is Theo is an extrobiologist. Astrobiologist. Astrobiologist. <laughs> Asshole. And he studies astrophagologist. He, he studies Hey Art, hey Art, all biologists, asshole biologists. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He studies other planets and he's creating these fictional planets for his son. And I believe they are as metaphors for what they are going I'm, through together in their father's relationship. I'm on board but, with that. Yeah. Yep. C- quick correction, no. though. He's not. He's not directly creating this. He's got computer models, right? And so, like, you're no, being outvoted. Oh, okay. Oh, you. Okay. So you guys, you guys, two of you have kids. You guys think it's like. Hey, it's story no, time. Okay. He has, I think he's, he's in, said that is what's happening. Yeah, I he's think like, he's I gotta, that's why I got to think of another that. one. Yeah, he's informed by it. Don't yeah, he's he. certainly informed by his studies, but he's completely what? making it up. He's he's making up stories in his field of expertise, which is why he can do it so fluidly. I mean, that's his job, right? Is to. But they're, they're not. He's not sitting. He. They've said this. Yeah, he's not sitting down like with his computer and they're like looking at a world. He's creating a story from his wealth of knowledge of what other planets and life could be like. Could be like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll allow it, but I still think he's just playing No Man's Sky. Yeah, that's 
equally as plausible. I o- suppose. Overruled. Because it, the, the way it's described <laughs> in the book is so much like, he's like, we took our flashlights and we pointed it at the depths of the ocean and there was life, right? Like it's so, it's so far beyond just like, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm just a fucking Philistine and I can't like imagine the artistic license that he's taken, but he very much is, it's not like he's saying like, and I told Robin about the, the animals that live in this ocean. Like he really is. He spins a yarn in the chapter where he says like, we looked over here and we found something that we didn't expect and blah, blah, blah. Right. And the seaweed or like, there was one where it's like the seaweed was like running the, the planet or some shit like that. You, you read too far. No, I didn't. I, p- I picked the ending. <laughs> I, I almost made the conscious decision to finish the book and decided. Me too. It to was stop so that really I be. yeah. It was really hard for me <laughs> I to end, not. I ended early, and since we're meeting later in the week, I was like, I'm probably gonna yeah it out. But mm-hmm. I was sitting in my final today with absolutely nothing to do. I didn't bring any book. I don't know why I didn't. What are you talking about? You, you were sugar so beet bored farming. You, you well, I know that's, that's what I that's what I that's not boring. To. It wasn't. It wasn't. Rich does farms bears beats does farm simulator nineteen that you're running on your work computer look better with your eyeballs than it did with Snapchat? Looks, yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's still compared to other graphics of games that I've played, it's still a little subpar. But it's it's okay. It's 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 not. It's fun. It, it looked like it looked like a poor man's Stardew Valley from where I was sitting. It's still fun. Yeah. So my next thing, I said two things. Next thing was in your summary, uh, Yukon, you said that uh, Charlie starts to get better, mm-hmm. right? Does he get better or is he getting different? He's, so by Charlie, we mean I, Robin. I have a, a little bit of a rant to go on later about this. Um, go now. Go now. Man, you know what? Oh, look, I hate. I, you know, I've already. Look, I don't. As of right now, I've already made your screen bigger than the rest of ours. Okay, so I don't have a yeah, kid. Yeah, you're like in a spotlight, bro. I'm at second week in a row. Don't have a kid, but I'm starting to feel like fuck Theo. This guy, he's like my son is a little different. I don't want to put him on pharmaceuticals, but something's got to change. Hey, I found a natural way to change him. Oh no, now he's changing. I don't know him anymore. I'm upset again. It's like, what the fuck do you want, man? Do you want <laughs> do you want him to change or not? Because if you don't, you're just going to have to deal with him. I'm sorry, but being a little shit all the time. Because he's punching other kids. He's throwing shit at them. He's tearing his room apart. Like, you either are a like, bad parent or he has, he has some, he has some, dis- not disability, he's, he's, differently wired than other people and you don't know how to deal with it and you're finally dealing with it and you're fucking complaining like yeah because yeah. you know what he wants what he wants is like he wants the violence gone he wants to keep the creativity and the focus he wants to like improve he wants to cherry pick oh yeah 
Yeah, he wants he wants to lobotomize well, the child. But then <laughs> right. at the same time, well, he wants to cherry, he wants to he wants to cherry pick it. He wants to say like, yeah, I want all I want to keep these parts I like about my son. I want the other parts gone. But he doesn't you know consider that like when those parts are gone, other it, it things other change. other things are going to change about him because those things are hindering. Hey, I did that earlier. <laughs> I was twisting it up like I was doing my hair. Right, I was twisting my. I was like, <laughs> but like when when he's like you know when he's wanting that creativity part of his son, I. <laughs> other kids are mean and that was one thing that other kids were picking on him about was his uniqueness and he doesn't want other kids to be the way that they are it's like man dude fucking live in reality like and and deal with it like he does not seem um he doesn't seem like he's coping well with just being a part of reality he's not I, I think he also makes these comments about he also makes these comments about uh, he, like he's aware of how much humanity sucks in general. Yeah, there, right? there's so much like, about his worldview and Robin's that I agree with. I'm like, but he's but he's but he's rarely willing to accept his unique placement in that humanity. Right, he has a lot of criticisms and a lot of things he wants to be different, mm-hmm. without without putting forth anything necessarily on his own. At least so far, I think. Yeah. Um, no, so like, so my thing with Theo is like, I remember, I remember, I was walking my dog and listening to this book on audiobook. Right, walking my dog, listening to this book, and it gets to the point where he's like. I don't know. What do I want to, what should I do? Like my son wants to be homeschooled and he's not fitting in at school. And like, I don't know, striker or whatever the fuck that dude's name was like on my jock, trying to get me to do my research and my job. And like, I don't know, single parent. And there's just like, I, I felt like I was, you guys ever watch blues clues when you're just like fucking, Hey, fucking Steve, Turn your ass around. There's a clue right behind you. Just fucking, just fucking. Hey, Steve, get your shit together. Get your shit together. It's right there, <laughs> you piece of shit. Right? Like, and that's the feeling that I had when I was listening to that section of the book where, like, uh, there, there's a chapter where, like, Robin becomes. Jesus you like Christ. that? That's my new productions. My new pro- <laughs> that's really production good. moves. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a part where Robin is like, "Hey, Dad, I'm done with school. I want to be homeschooled and masturbate to Greta Van Thunberg all yeah. day." Is that wait, Greta Van? Is that her? Hello, my name is Greta Van Thunberg. Yeah, I think you're thinking of Greta Van Susteren. You Fox <laughs> News watching <laughs> shit. <laughs> You've got to, you've got to go on, you, Black. You've got to go on some kind of cleanse. Like, I don't know if it's like just a media cleanse or if it needs to be spiritual, <laughs> but it's got to happen. When the Van Toonbergs are coming out, you've been a little bit too ingrained. Yeah. <laughs> she has Bell's palsy. Be cool about it. <laughs> oh my god you kind of put me on blast man <laughs> sorry during that time i'm sitting there i'm sitting there walking my dog right and i'm like theo just homeschool right. him yeah. like 
it's such a simple solution, right? But I also understand that, like, if you're making in the U.S. sixty thousand a year to be a you know science teacher at a D one university or whatever, and like you like you gotta work R1. full time to support. What was that? Huh? It's an R one university, not a D one at sports. D one sports, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> do you do you think that Theo doesn't fucking ball? <laughs> I mean, I, I think he let's pointed out that derail. he didn't. <laughs> Theo can ball. Theo can ball. We already pointed out earlier because... in the chat that he's from. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he he can ball. I mean, at least at least he's a, he's a fencer, you know. <laughs> For sure. Speaking of offensive, okay. like, so it's a D one university. Like you, you okay? I'm not gonna ask anybody on the stream what they make, but like, one million dollars. Sci- science PhDs at any university that I know of aren't probably pulling down six figures, right? And you don't think so? Like, there, so. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, getting, I'm a fucking designer at 140. I'm just kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> I was like, bullshit, nice. The, Boy, wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't that be nice? Man, I should have got, got my associate's degree. <laughs> hey, listeners, if you need to refill your drink, do it now, because it's time for a chapter montage. Oh, God. Robin's going to be an influencer or a TED talker. Oh no, now we're in trouble for dealing art at school. Uh, Greta Analog. Robbie wants to protest at the Capitol like mom. Oh fuck. (laughs) Okay, we're set up at the Capitol now. Now we've got memories of Allie protesting and lobbying. An old man chews out the main characters at the Capitol. Uh, Chapter 51, Another Planet. Chapter 52, Conversation with the Doc about the changes in Robin. Chapter 53, Robin finds out about Allie's brain scan. Chapter 54, Robin's getting a little freaky with his connection to dead mom. I do, I am irritated with this chapter because there's a whole bunch of back and forth where Theo's like, hey, Robin, how do you know this stuff? And then Robin's like, oh no, I just know it. And then Theo's like, just asks him the same question over and over again. And I feel like it would be like really easy as a parent who has 24 seven access to this child to just be like, Hey, but no, really like, did you learn this from a book or did you learn it from the brain scan of your mama? Because there's a, it's really insinuated that like everything Robin knows about birds, including like their names and their habitats and their mating patterns and like whatever other information you want to know about birds it's insinuated that Theo is like, oh, he's learned that from his mother's brain scan, which is obvious. Well, so I'm going to make an argument here. What if I this agree. experiment is having unintended consequences? He's not just it's picking not, up the ecstasy. Maybe he's also picking up some things that made her attuned to certain things, and maybe he's learning it easier because of it. Or maybe what she thought of that gave her the feeling of ecstasy was birds. Was- Birds, because we still don't know what it was. We don't know what it was. Bird sex. I, look, I'm I'm all for the idea that he's picking up the like attunement to nature and the excitement. All for that. 
But what's insinuated yep. in the book is that, like, he is communing with a spirit Ouija board yeah. style, and that and that the spirit of Alyssa is like indwelt in Robin, and that he knows the names of birds because of her brains pa- brain patterns, and that is like. I think it. I think it's. I think Theo knows that it's horseshit, but he's still like, kind of deals when, with it. He, but like, he, it's remember, so he did dumb. have his guys who were helping him learn how to be a better person when the experiment started. His, his team. team, right? Or his three, whatever, whatever maybe four it. guys. There might be four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Robin does more training. Uh, Robin knows things about his mom that he shouldn't. Uh, we visit another planet. Sorry, I'm not getting super descriptive about these planet chapters, but no, please don't. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Theo, <laughs> in a major privacy invasion, reads Robin's notebook. I thought this was pretty shitty. He doesn't find anything out, so he reads the notebook. Uh, next chapter, Robin's like super happy now. So we didn't get into why he switched over to his mom's journal or his mom's thoughts for the scans. Robin was like getting way too serious and starting to like get depressed, not get out of bed. And his dad went to the doctor and was like, Hey, what can we do to make him, you know, this is the dad intervening again. And he's doing the happy same thing. Again. What? They'll say make him happy again. Yeah. He's hacking his son. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. He's cherry picking. He's doing the exact same thing that any other parent would do maybe with medication. And he's like, hey, can we make him happy? And they're like, well, I've got this brain scan of your wife. And Theo's like, well, I bet it's ecstasy. And the doctor's like, you bet it is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Super creepy. You bet it is. I've been wanking it to that brain scan for months. It's, hey, boys, is Dr. Courier wanking it to that brain scan? Yes. (laughs) He for sure is, right? So Robin now, he's been training with mom. He's super happy, and Dad is suspicious. He's starting to get jealous of his son or something. Yep. Uh, chapter 60, we stop vandalism with a bird. Uh, chapter 61, yep. Dad agrees to homeschool finally. Chapter 62, Robin's kicking butt at homeschool, but Dad's work suffers. Uh, 63, Robin wants people to learn animal feelings. Rich, can you shed a little light on, so like the impression that we get from Theo is that research academia is this like high pressure thing where you've got a partner and like you're letting him down if you fucking like have a family or whatever. Is that, is that what it like? Is that what Well, it depends like? where you're at. So if you're at a high level institution, which we would call an R1 institution, absolutely, absolutely it would be, it's like that. That's, that's all that matters in your life and that's all anyone cares about they don't give a rat's ass if you're sick they don't give a rat's ass if you have a family or if they're sick or what they it's just it's okay that's fine but how much data can you get me today it's fucking ridiculous that's why i don't do it do those people know that there's a city on earth that you can live on like a pretty comfortable mid-level five digit salary and like just have like own a house and stuff i i don't know why they I mean, I, I don't know why they do it, but yeah, I mean, I, I do research as part of my duties, but it's not like, 
if I'm not in the lab every day for 15 hours a day, I'm going to lose my job. And if it was like that, I would have been gone a long time ago. What, what kind of cool shit are you pressing the envelope on in your research? Is no, that too no. Is, uh, I'm in, do you got that? You got that? You did you no, got doxed? No, I'm in, I'm in two collaborations. I'm in two collaborations. One, we're looking at uh, cortisol level in, in certain... I'm, I'm paired with a psychologist um, or partnered with. That's it. Well, First I mean, mistake. no, she does. She does. Uh, she what she does is she puts these subjects through certain stressful situations, and I get the joy. And she collects their spit, and I get the fucking joy of analyzing their spit, which is the most disgusting thing I've ever had to do in my entire life. If I knew it was going to be this damn gross, I would be like, ah, no thanks. But um, and then I run the stats on that. <laughs> And then guy, my, sorry, I found a soundboard. <coughs> Apparently, a guy that a guy that I went to high school with, who's much smarter than me, and decided to go in, like he's he's trying to get his yeah. DDS on it on his way to becoming a dentist. He was like, I, I talked to him, you know, fucking six or eight years out of high school, and he's like, Yeah, I'm working as a lab tech at a hospital, and the other day I got a gigantic toe that was severed from a human body and that was like my job is to like do lab <laughs> stuff with this gigantic fucking toe huh. the, so I mean count yourself lucky that I, you have a jar well, of clear liquid okay, that you have I would to much rather mess with the toe all day every day yes absolutely if why you saw, I would too I mean what what is disgusting about spit sometimes they have chunks in them and it's like sometimes it can be like super like I'm gonna throw up in my mouth a little. <laughs> it sounds it sounds pretty gross. It is it is nasty, and there'd be like mucus in there. <laughs> it's disgusting, man. I'm done. <laughs> and you would and you would rather and you would rather analyze a like a severed All day, body every day. part with like blood with blood every and bones fucking day. Becky earmuffs. <laughs> With blood and bones every sticking day. out of it and like being all fucking. Every day. What? Every what? day. I could swim in that shit. Elbows deep. You would, <laughs> sw- you would swim in human in toes. toes. <laughs> I would swim in severed toes. That is yeah. Dingleberry Bob this week. I would swim in se- severed toes. Did you did you do cadaver oh, yeah. as part of well, your Well, uh, it, it was a voluntary thing, but yeah, I did. They had a little program where uh, you could do like learn about gross anatomy and stuff. And I did that side gig. So yeah. Yeah. I've been, yeah, I've been yeah. elbowed. Talk about, gr- yeah. talk about gross anatomy. How about analyzing Shut spin? Up. huh? Oh, hey, we're God. reading bewilderment by Richard powers. Hit us with some of those summaries there. You can. All right. Is that the cane pulling us off the stage? Is that what that was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so Robin continues to get better. He breaks glass, spills all over the apartment, and he doesn't freak out about it. He's very mature and just sweeps it up and helps out. This is so This is so Courier, good awesome. Dr. Courier, he wants to show Robin off to the world because, you know, they need funding. Dr. Courier, for context, is the fuck beast that was totally banging Theo's wife. Right. Uh, chapter 66, we might be headed to Washington. Chapter 67, yes. sounds like Robin... Wants his story to be shared. 68, 
Courier starts the press tour. 69. Nice. Robin becoming hey. uh, Robin's becoming more optimistic about the future than Theo is. Chapter 70. We go to another planet. And to round out tonight's reading, chapter 71, someone recognizes Robin out in the world. And that's a wrap for chapter eight of Shelf Importance. We look forward to having you back next week as we conclude Bewilderment by Richard Powers. And if you stick around to the end of the bumper music, you will hear a very special admission of defeat. Rich, Rich, I, I think I okay. I have an idea. Something I think will be very good for the stream that I think you should do if you're down with it. Okay. Have you gotten to the part of House Master House of Bay. Leaves yet, where Fast where uh, Navidson f- is reading the book House of Leaves? How did you say finishes- that? <sighs> Got him. We got him. <laughs>